can't get enough of the podcast? Lucky for you, our video IQ platform on adorebeauty.com.au houses thousands of articles on skincare, makeup, hair care, and more. Plus, you can find a heap of video tutorials, ingredient spotlights, and brand breakdowns on our YouTube channel. Just click on Beauty IQ in the menu bar of the website or app or search Adore Beauty on YouTube for more beauty content. Before we begin today's episode of Beauty IQ Uncensored, we acknowledge First Nations people as the traditional owners of the lands and waters of Australia. We recognise and pay our respects to elders past, present and future whose lands were never ceded. Hi everyone, we miss you and we can't wait to be back in your ears very, very soon. Promise, it's coming. As we work on things behind the scenes, we've dug into the archives and found some of your favourite segments. So here's a throwback episode just for you. So our next guest is here to talk about adult acne. It is, of course, the famous TeganMac.skin. She's here in the flesh. In the TeganMac.skin jumper. You're used to seeing her on the gram, but she's here on the podcast. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about yourself, Tegan. So I've been dealing with acne ever since I was probably about 13. It never got to the point where I needed to go on Rakutane, but it got very close. So I think that's what kind of sparked my whole interest in skin is because it was always something that I... I was battling with myself and I was trying to find solutions for my issues and then it just kind of I fell into the world of skincare. So what do you do now? Now as a job? Yes, I as a job for the people that haven't seen you. Oh, hasn't seen <laughs> for me, the people who haven't everywhere. seen you all over our gram. Yes. <laughs> You're right like that, Tegan. <laughs> I'm back in podcast form. So working at my my personal business now, Tegan doing all things skin. That's what I do. But I thought, what better way to introduce my acne stories with a story that I feel like summarises my one of my prime acne experiences. So this was in 2016. I went to Eritrea, which is in Africa, and I was there with I my... I thought that was going to be a music festival. No, <laughs> it sounds like it. No, yeah. <laughs> it's an African, uh, East Africa. Okay. And I went there with my boyfriend and his family, and we were staying with his auntie. And I was, like, going through a real bad skin patch. I just did a long-haul flight. I was stressed. My skin was just gross. But I was like, hey, I'm, like, in Africa. I'm not going to wear any makeup. Let me live my best life. Mm-hmm. And his auntie obviously didn't speak English. So anytime we would have a conversation, it would have to be through someone else. Mm-hmm. So she's looking at me saying something, and I'm like, yeah, being all polite. And then my friend had to translate it, and she was like, oh, she said that you've got a lot of bad mosquito bites on on your face like the mosquitoes have like really got you bad and I was like because we both knew it wasn't mosquito bites but how do I then go through two people to translate that so I was just like yeah those mosquito bites it was acne and it was so embarrassing and everyone was looking at me like we also know it's not mosquito bites but like what do you say oh and I was like when do you grow out of this and that's when I learned you don't don't grow out of it there's a really Good me, my adult acne keeps me young. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, it's just an ongoing thing. And so I, think I th- so many people can relate to that. Absolutely, yeah. we get a lot of questions about it. I get a lot of DMs on my gram too yeah. about adult acne. You probably can't relate, Joe. No, she can't relate. She's I never. Can. She is like from Austin <laughs> Powers. Yeah. Yes, like I'm pretty sure if she you doesn't like age. clean cut her head yeah. off, like all these electrical scars. <laughs> <laughs> 
she's not real. So I think it's I you and me. Take me and Hannah are having this conversation. Uh, I feel like it is a compliment. Okay. Um, All right. <laughs> yeah, take it. I have a question. What What is the difference between, I guess, acne when you're young and then if you have like sort of persistent acne when you're older and then hormonal breakouts? Yes. So I would say when you're young, it's just kind of your body being introduced to like hormones that you've never had them in such levels going through puberty. And I find when you're a teenager, a lot of the time the acne is on the forehead and maybe coming down onto the cheeks a little bit. But what I'm finding with most of the clients I'm working with is it's all on the chin and people find when they're due for their period, they might get a pimple and that's a pimple. That's not acne. Acne is that real persistent. You never really have a clear patch of skin. Um, And it's a lot deeper and a lot more sore and inflamed. Whereas I find teenagers, it's more like lots of little dots. I think that's Mm -hmm. the biggest difference with the the types of acne. And it's hard when you're a female, you go through a cycle every whatever, I don't know what it is because my cycle's jacked. <laughs> Same. Supposed, we talked about this last week. It's supposedly meant to be like 28 days. Mine's like 55. <laughs> um, and so every single month, just as your body kind of gets past it, you're back going through the horm- hormonal change yeah. again and then it just kind of, it's ongoing. And your skin has to go through that recovery phase as well. So yeah. by the time you get through that healing process, your skin's just back it's like to I'm producing back. pimples again. Yeah. You're like, damn yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so. I did want to ask because we're about the same age and a few of my yes. friends now are like going off the pill and things like that because yeah. they're married, want to have kids, not me, but my mm. friends. Um, and they're starting to experience that whole coming off the pill, yeah. hormonal surge, yeah. adult acne phase. Do you have any advice on that? Because I know that you've mentioned before in your own yeah. channels that well, you Well, I off went the pill. through that in December. I've been off the pill once before when I was 20 and it was just a war zone. Like mm-hmm. I fully broke out. It was disgusting. I nearly needed a front fringe, got that bad. I was like, how do I cover this? <laughs> so I went back on the pill. And then my advice from my doctor, which I think is – a lot of people get the same advice is when you have polycystic ovaries like I do yep. is, oh, just stay on the pill and then when you're ready to have kids, go off it. So a lot of people just stay on the pill until they're ready to mm-hmm. have kids. They go off the pill and realise they've got all of these hormonal issues. Mm-hmm. They might not have a natural period. They might have just out-of-whack hormone levels. Yeah. They struggle to have kids. Um, so the best thing you can do I, for me is I went and saw a naturopath and did it under the guidance of a naturopath. Mm-hmm. I went on a series of supplements. She told me about what kind of foods I should be eating. Um, and then, of course, skincare can help support the skin as best it can, yep. keeping it calm. Mm-hmm. But I think the key thing to remember is when you have acne and you know it's hormonal, it's not your skin being oily and gross and congested. And all the acne products on the shelf assume that you're oily teenager. Mm-hmm. So you've really got to step away from the acids and focus on anti-inflammatory calming skincare because you know the cause is hormones and not you being really oily. So salicylic can sometimes be a bit hardcore and I think that's a problem people find when they they come into me and they um, they come into me. Oh, my God. <laughs> Actually, don't worry. We, we love in, sexual in, innuendos yeah. on this podcast. Well, yeah, they don't. Happen, Joe does it all me. the time, the big <laughs> boy. Yeah, Joe, we know what you're trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> um, they, when they come into the clinic, I should say, um, and they're like, I've tried all this stuff, all this acne stuff, why it's not working. The second you get them off the acids and onto, you know, doing some LED, using some calming anti-inflammatory mm-hmm. skincare, their skin calms down a lot better. Because yeah. when you're going through hormonal breakouts, your skin just needs love and support. 
I went through a desperate phase where I was I spot treated a pimple above my lip two days in a row, and now I've got like permanent dermatitis. Oh no! Because that's an area that's not meant to dry yeah. out around your nose, and yeah. I was like, damn it! it now it's been red for like twelve months. So yeah, don't do what I did. I'm all for encouraging the protection of the barrier when yes. it comes to acne. Well, yeah, I thought that was really interesting. So we did a video series with Tegan, your skin therapist. Yes, yes. So um, we had three clients come and see you and. And two of them had acne, yeah, I think, and I was, and and they had adult acne. And what I was so surprised about was the products that you recommended, because yeah. one of them had a really impaired barrier. So a lot of people who have acne and have been using the wrong stuff have an impaired barrier, and you won't really know if you have an impaired barrier unless you go and see someone professionally. Yes, but one of the signs is just general redness and dehydration, so the mm-hmm. skin will feel tight. So we have to fix that before we start using anything exfoliating. Otherwise, we're just exfoliating a barrier that's already broken and you're going to keep getting breakouts because if the barrier is broken, then bacteria is coming in and Absolutely. out of the skin. Yep. So we started off with that particular girl with just calming anti-inflammatories like your niacinamide or what else, you know, gentle cleanser. I think cleanser is a big mistake. People with acne always go for an exfoliating cleanser. Mm-hmm. Or a drying cleanser, yeah, like an like acne a, cleanser. Yeah, acne yeah. cleanser, a foaming cleanser, yeah. or don't even get me started on cleansers with beads in it because yeah. what? It's a cleanser. Anyway. It's not 2004 anymore. Guys. I know. No one's using that stuff. So, I am. Just yeah. joking. I'm not. <laughs> got, yeah. Of course I don't, guys. Turn off the mic. <laughs> As I told you, I only use Bioderma. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I think people always go for like a acne cleanser, clear skin cleanser, something that's going to, you know, insinuate it's going to help with your breakouts. But I think when in doubt, just use a gentle cleanser. You're only trying to wash your face. Yeah. Just wash it with a gentle cleanser. If you need acne products, use it in serum form. Don't use it as a cleanser because you have mm-hmm. to use that cleanser every day. Yep. And then if your skin's feeling sensitive, you've got no choice but to use your active cleanser. Mm-hmm. Whereas if it's gentle, you can just use it all the time. Very good so tip. swapping over to a gentle cleanser is really important as I well. I feel like you're in my brain. Oh, my <laughs> like, God. I can just I see just Joanna like going, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just, like, yep. loving yep. what you're it's saying. It's like you're turned on right now. Like, <laughs> yeah. everything that she's saying <laughs> is turning you on. I can hear you, like, grunting on the end of the microphone, yeah. like, mm, I've got, yeah. like, she's, like, knee, and I'm, like, She actually is, isn't she? I think she's grunting. Next time I'm going to do this by, like, webcam and not in the studio, I'll say... Sorry, but, and so you recommended gentle cleanser. What about serums for someone that's got an impaired barrier? Definitely niacinamide, and there's heaps of great ones out there. So just um, a good quality niacinamide, um, good quality vitamin B, gentle cleanser, a light moisturiser, something that's not going to be too heavy. I would stay away from oils. I would stay away from toners even. I just find them to be too drying unless you're covered in blackheads, um, but... When you've got acne, you've got the big red sore ones. I wouldn't use a toner. Um, keeping the skin protected from the sun as well because the skin will heal slower if it's exposed to UVs. So when I was having really bad like hormonal breakouts around my chin, yeah. I was going for like the acids thinking that would help and yeah. it would always make it worse. And so then when I would swap to like a hydrating product, yes. I found that it would like a – I'm just thinking, like, what am I using at the moment? The new cosmetics, the surge, HA, surge. surge. Uh, so something like that. If I've got breakouts, I automatically would go to cosmetic surge now because that 
my skin will heal quicker yes. and the breakouts will go down quicker. Is that yeah. – am I, like, crazy? You're not making it up. No, <laughs> because you're nourishing the skin and supporting the skin's healing. So when you have – like, 2010 Tegan would have just gone out and got charcoal masks, like, <laughs> spot treatment, burn my face off kind of stuff. Yep. Now, if I – like, right now, my skin's been crazy – I would be doing LED, Societe Peptide Mask, Hyaluronic, just anything healing, Mm -hmm. hydrating and soothing instead of going for the hardcore stuff because Mm -hmm. your skin will heal so much quicker. What about retinols if you've got breakouts? I think it's still fine. Um, As long as your barrier is fine, then you can use a retinol. And it's important to make sure that you're on the right retinol. I probably wouldn't go out and just read a bunch of descriptions online and then choose one it's really something that if you get it wrong your skin could go crazy and then you'll Mm. hate retinols for the rest of your life yeah been there yeah you want to make sure you're on the right retinol for your skin and then you can always progress to a stronger one as your skin's tolerance increases Mm -hmm. and in terms of treatments available like Mm. professional treatments available for people with adult acne or scarring yes they've come out the other side of having adult acne and now they're dealing with the scarring. For both concerns, what are the kind of treatments that you recommend? So when someone comes in with acne, typically what I start to do with them is like a custom facial. So we're doing like oxygen treatments, which is great for killing bacteria. Um, LED is an absolute must. Go to any clinic who has a good LED machine and buy like a pack of five or whatever um, and try and do that like even weekly. You can do LED heaps. It's really um, great for inflammation. Um, And peptide masks, once we're kind of past that stage, we can look at doing things like peels, lactic peels if they're a dry acne or salicylic peels if they're an oily acne. Most people are a dry acne and they don't realise that. That's why they don't get results. Mm -hmm. And then for the scarring, but even active active breakouts, I'm finding skin needling is great over active breakouts because it breaks down all the damaged skin and just kind of helps to retrain how the skin works. So skin needling for both active acne and scarring is the best thing you can do because it's all about getting rid of damaged cells and rebuilding the skin structures. And anywhere where you've got loss of collagen from having breakouts in the repeated spot over and over, it helps to bring back that collagen and improve the texture of the skin. Are you turned on, Joe? I am. <laughs> I really am. <laughs> so she hadn't blinked in three. I feel like... <laughs> Classic. Classic. I had Classic another question Joe. to ask, but now I've just been really distracted. I'm flustered. Mm. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think if I had... Oh, I actually would really like to know where... I'd really like to know about your skincare routine. We do ask most of our yes. guests what their skincare routines are like. Okay, so pretty much everything I've spoken about because I am the person that I'm speaking about. I am the adult acne person. So gentle cleanser, Benefit Clean from Cosmetics. I actually, funnily enough, don't use a straight vitamin B. I'm using Cosmetic Surge as well, which has vitamin B in it. Um, Cosmetics Elite Pepoxide, so like an antioxidant serum. I do have the PCA, sorry, no, I do have the Societe Clear Skin Boosting Pads, which are salicylic based. Mm for like once a week if I need it. Yeah. PCA clear skin. I've got like five different retinols. <laughs> um, and that would be pretty much my go-to stuff. Benefit Clean, Pepoxide and clear skin I always have. The other stuff can kind of change every now and then. Yeah. But one thing I think we should touch on as well with adult acne is a lot of people ignore the lifestyle factors. Mm-hmm. And unless you get that in check, you're not going to really – get the result you're looking for. And I know that's why I've broken out because I had a 
bad eating weekend. But things, anything inflammatory will contribute to an inflammatory skin condition. And this includes rosacea and eczema and anything inflammatory. So your, your, your dairy, especially full cream milk and yogurt, I find. Grains, so having a lot of breads, pastas, um, cereals, sugar, of course, and processed foods. So I think... So everything. Yeah, everything fun. <laughs> yeah. So if you are going alcohol? through... Yeah, because it's your skin's trying to... Your body's trying to detox and mm-hmm. then you're throwing alcohol in there and your skin is just one of the various ways your skin get... Your body gets rid of toxins. So if you're drinking a lot of alcohol, you're smoking, you're having a lot of milk and yogurt, you're having cereal and toast for breakfast, then that's probably contributing to your problem. And unless you start cutting back on those food groups, and you don't have to cut it out for forever. You might try cutting out milk for one month, see what the result is. And then you might try cutting out sugar for one month and see what the result is. But I can guarantee you what you're eating is contributing to your adult acne because it affects your hormones, mm-hmm. what you eat. And... um. I guess we've had this discussion before, which was like also when it, when you've got a breakout, is there like a sense of like I just whatever? You've never had a breakout. Have I you? have. Can't relate? No, I can relate. I just like I know what you mean. Like <laughs> yeah. I used to, I looked in the mirror and you just like yeah, that oh. was me this morning. I was and you're like, just like, cool. but you're like, oh, whatever. Just it is. Yeah, I mean, you can't beat yourself up about mm-hmm. it because. Everyone gets breakouts. Except Joanna. Except Joanna. She's hey, a fembot. guys, I do. <laughs> one. When? I yeah. She occasionally gets one like, pimple. I've got pimple, so I'm going to put this stuff on it. I was yeah. like, pimple, that's like, <laughs> that's nothing. But, yeah, no, when you have a breakout, there's no point getting upset about it because that's going to make you stressed. And stress is another massive, massive factor. Some people have – I had one, cli- one, one client <laughs> – client I'm still seeing her and we were trying for months trying to figure out what it was that was giving her breakouts she was basically on a low FODMAPS diet like doing all the right things she was like I guess I'm kind of stressed with work but like isn't everyone went on a holiday and now her skin is like it's completely changed wow Mm. so stress like if you're if you've tried everything but the stress is still high that's probably contributing too Mm -hmm. so when my skin is going crazy and like you know I'm working in a skin clinic trying to help people sell them products and they're probably looking at me being like, you need to help yourself first. (laughs) But, you know, like it's normal. Like you can't beat yourself up about it. If you get stressed about it, it's only going to contribute to the problem. And it's a short-term thing. There's always a solution. It's just a matter of finding what works for you, not what, you know, works for your friend because it's not going to be the same for everyone. I think that's something that frustrates me a lot is that people go, we want to know about your routine. I'm like, but you don't have the same skin as me. Yeah, like my routine probably isn't going to help you. I would probably break out more because you can probably tolerate vitamin C really well. Yeah. Whereas I cannot use vitamin C. Yeah, I just can't stress enough the importance of getting a routine tailored to your own skin. Like even if you are researching ingredients and products and things like that on your own because you can't go and see a skin therapist. Yeah. Look for things that are targeted to your skin type and concerns, not what anyone else is using, not what influencers are using. Look for something that's going to work for you. I like that, not what influencers are using. Yeah. Don't let the influencers influence. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're lying. (laughs) Except (laughs) me and Tegan. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Thank you, Tegan, for joining us today to talk about adult acne. You can find TeganMac.skin at TeganMac.skin in Melbourne. So if you live anywhere else, too bad. You're going to miss out. But I am doing online consultations. So the world is my oyster. I've got a consult with someone in London on Sunday. Oh. Yeah, TeganMac.skin's going to Global domination. Yeah. 
Thanks everyone for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. It helps other people to discover us. And also we really want to know what you thought about this podcast. So if you can leave us a review, that would be much appreciated.